episode by episode podcast where we discuss this TV show, Supernatural. I am one of your hosts, Dan, and with me as always is his wife, Penny. So this was a uh, Christmas special episode. Is there other holiday specials or is this the only one? Um, There are. Um, I'm trying to think if, well, I know in the final season there's one, um, but I'm trying to think if they have a lot of them. They don't have a lot of them. they do revisit Halloween quite a few times. Yeah, I'd imagine Halloween probably comes up quite a bit. But that's uh, pretty much it. So there's no Easter spooky <laughs> no. episode or uh, Arbor Day, 4th of July? No, nothing like that. Secretary's Day. <laughs> That'd have been a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Evil secretary's gone wild. Um, get with the program. It's 2020. It's called Administrative Assistance Day. Oh, my gosh. You're right. <laughs> We're probably canceled now. Damn it. 52 episodes and they got us canceled. I'm so sorry. Way to go, Dan. So this was, uh, yeah, I mentioned this at the end of the last episode, but the beginning of this opens up with that do 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 whatever i don't know it's whatever that sound is when you, i don't know when you're our age you recognize that sound from your childhood because that's when awesome tv was going to come on right you know not only the holidays but if anything was like a special programming um i think probably even when they aired roots for the first time probably had that because that was a special uh mini series yeah i think it kind of it, it went maybe everything maybe they put it before everything that wasn't like on their regular program the regular weekly program if something was out of order because then that would signal you as well like hey you're on the right channel but tonight we're not going to be showing (laughs) uh mash or whatever it was right right um so that's fun it's always it's always cool to see that logo come in um kids nowadays they'll never know (laughs) the excitement (laughs) of waiting a full freaking week just to have you know what i did as a kid too when these christmas specials came on I had a tape recorder, and I would record the audio then to tape so I could at least listen to it more than once a year. Um, we didn't have a VCR at the time to record it, though. so That's weird. <clears throat> hey, man. It was like 1979. What was I supposed to do? Oh, 1979, you're only four. Yeah, and I remember having my little tape recorder, and I recorded uh, all that one with the kid and the tooth <laughs> where the kid wants to be uh, a dentist. Uh, the elf. Oh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer is yeah. an elf and he wants to be a dentist. A kid. <laughs> what? A kid. It's, a, it's an elf, Okay, yeah, the elf wants to be a dentist. Whatever it is. <laughs> it show sucks nowadays anyways. That's true. <laughs> um, okay, so let's get into this episode, though. So we're talking season three, episode seven. Episode a, eight. Oh, episode eight? Yes. Oh, oopsie doodles. Update my notes. <laughs> Not that it matters, I guess. And it's entitled A Very Supernatural Christmas. Yep. So it's Christmas time, uh, and we see Grandpa showing up at the door, and the little kid's excited. Downstairs, we see, I thought it was Grandpa dressed up like Santa Claus then? Yes, it was. Okay. He rattles some bells. The little kid comes down, uh, like looks through the stairwell. It's all very picturesque, how you think, you know, middle, middle America Christmas would look. Very Norman Rockwell. Yeah. And uh, all of a sudden, though, there's a noise up on the roof, like someone's walking around. And the fake Santa goes looking up the chimney, like, hey, what's that noise? And all of a sudden, he gets yanked up the chimney, and his foot falls down <laughs> the bottom. And then a 
very special supernatural graphic pops up. <laughs> yeah. And it, when, this ep- when this started, the scene started, it says, uh, it says where it was. I can't remember exactly where it was, but one year ago. And then, yeah, then after the, they don't have the usual splash, supernatural. Ugh, it's like Christmas lights and jingle bells behind it. And it says a very supernatural Christmas. We uh, see Sam and Dean. They're interviewing uh, a victim's daughter. No, so this is a different house, though, because this lady's talking about, is this a different house or the same house? No. I was kind of confused if this was the same victim or... No, um, because like I said, the opening scene... It yeah, it was a year before. Year ago, yeah. And now it's present day. And he's questioning a woman because her husband is now missing. Yeah, okay, okay. See, that's what I was so confused in that first. Like, that was grandpa getting killed but why are they asking about the husband i was like oh good good okay so you got that sorted for me uh we learned though that the doors are locked no forced entry etc etc it's all the, we've heard this whole the doors are locked no forced entry and someone either gets vanished or murdered inside like every episode pretty much so they leave saying that they'll be in touch um the lady asks them and thinks that it might be kidnappers but why haven't they left a ransom note or followed up and uh, at this point, I think Sam and Dean just kind of roll their eyes and walk off because they know it's something evil, and she's thinking that it's something normal. Did I get that scene right? Yeah, you did. Okay, well, Sam, though, while walking away, reveals that he found a tooth in the chimney and figures that he got pulled up the chimney, and they need to fit, find out what would have done that. Uh, there was a second guy in town, uh, that, or another guy that vanished, in town this month as well so this is the second like vanishing right sam is uh, walking away thinking it's evil santa because <laughs> there's lots of lore about santa's evil brother uh krampus black pete i miss the other names but yeah, yeah i've I heard did. these bef- before too like in europe that's a big thing yeah i didn't know it was santa's brother though i just thought it was like an evil santa Yet again, stories to straighten your kids out. Because <laughs> if, like, you know, it's obviously these two Santas and uh, Krampus. It's like you got stick and carrot there. <laughs> uh, so Dean doesn't uh, think this sounds right. He's like, I don't know, evil Santa. But they, Dean did some investigation and found that both of these victims had actually visited the same place right before vanishing. <clears throat> Dean wants... Uh, also, Dean lets him know that once they have Christmas this year, he's in this mood, but Sam just doesn't want that. Next, I think we go to a commercial now. I'm not really sure because we're watching it on Netflix, but we flash back to 1991. Yes. And we're going to have a couple of flashbacks this episode where we see little Sam and little Dean doing things. Uh, we see <laughs> little Sam is wrapping a present. Uh, Dean asks where he got it and thinks he might have stole the money. But he didn't. He says he got it from somewhere. Got it from Uncle Bobby. Uncle Bobby, yes, yes. Uh, the dad, you know, he's a hunter. He's away. And they're kind of looking out the hotel window, waiting for him to return. Seems really sad. These two boys just stuck in a hotel room over Christmas. It, it is very sad. And at this point, Sam doesn't know what John does for a living. I mean, Dean knows. Um, but Sam... He keeps telling Sam, like, oh, dad's a salesman. That's why he's gone so much. You know, that sort of thing. Yeah. In this scene, too, little Sam brings up mom and little Dean just flips out and storms out of the room. Yeah. And we go back to current times. (laughs) Don't ever 
bring up mom again. <laughs> so at this point, though, they're at like uh, one of those pop-up Christmas store sorts of things where they have all the wreaths and decorations. And there's like even a little hut with Santa out there. A bunch of, you know, kids and stuff wandering around. It was Santa's village is what it was. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, going with this evil Santa uh, and the lore, what they're looking for is a guy with a limp and he smells like sweets. Yes. That's what all of those stories have in common. Well, they uh, find Santa in his little hut with, uh, you know, listening to kids. And he seems pretty out of it. Like he doesn't really care to be there. Just think of Bad Santa, that movie. <laughs> yeah, not as bad as Bad Santa, no, but right up there. He was not a good Santa. No, he was that. not. Not at all. Well, the boys are standing there. Uh, oh, some little, some uh, co-worker, an elf walks up like, hey, do you want, you know, can I show your kid to Santa or uh, escort your child to Santa? And like, no, we're just here watching. And then that girl thinks that they're both freaks. Yeah, she's like, ew. Yeah, it. It's a very awkward, odd scene that they threw in there for some comedy. Uh, well, the guy gets up, and what do you know? He's got a limp. And then also there's an undeniable smell on him. Dean thinks it's candy, or Sam. one of them thinks it's candy, and the other one thinks it's Ripple. Yeah, Sam says, no, that's Ripple that you smell. No, what is Ripple? I know it's some sort of alcoholic drink, because they always talked about it on Samford and Son, I think, but I don't know what it is exactly. Do you? Uh, yes. Think of... Oh, gosh. I suppose the modern equivalent would be like a Jägermeister, a fruit-flavored Jägermeister. Gross. Um, something like that. It's called a Ripple, Ripple Mints or something like that. Um, Rumple Mints? Rump, rumple, yeah, Ripple Mints. Not Rumple Mints, I don't think. Oh, I know. I think Rumple Well, oh, look mints. it up. You're right by a computer. Look it up. Well... Um, anyway, yeah. we can't we can't sit on this topic forever, wondering what kind of liquor this guy was supposedly on. Right. Uh, well, then we see the middle of the night. Uh, the boys are on a stakeout outside of Bad Santa's house, and they have a strike up a conversation. Dean asks Sam why he hates Christmas so much, and Sam says, "Go ahead, knock yourself out. Just don't involve me." And Dean puts on the old, "Yeah, a lot of fun hanging out with myself on Christmas." <laughs> Yeah, let's just say Sam uh, makes it sound like they did not have um, very happy, he did not have happy memories of Christmas, even though Dean said, oh, we had great Christmases, and Sam's like, well, whose Christmas are you remembering? Is that mine? Well, Dean was aware of what was going on and why Dad wasn't around, and yeah, Sam's just sad because Dad wasn't around. Uh, they, uh, they're in the car, though, chit-chatting, and they hear a woman scream, and they run into fake Santa's house. And they look around, and just bad Santa's just sitting there drinking his ass off watching some racy movie. It looked like he had a bong, too, because I put smoking pot and drinking. But, yeah, I thought it, maybe it was like a, a softcore porn or something in the background. Mm -hmm. uh, to cover the boys just breaking in on them, they just start singing Christmas carols badly. Very and badly. drunk Santa really is happy about that. <laughs> Yeah, they did. <coughs> they were doing Silent Night, and they did not know all the words, and they were very off-key. We then flash over to some kid, uh, some little boy is at his house. Yet again, Christmas scene, tree, chimney, the whole nine yards. Uh, we see someone comes down the chimney, walks past the little boy, 
<laughs> it's cute because that little boy's like, I think you're early, Santa. Guy who go then walks up the stairs with his bag. Uh, we hear the woman scream, and then the guy come well, the big evil Santa comes out with his bag, and there's someone in the bag, and he just drags him down the stairs <laughs> with this poor guy in the bag. Uh, evil Santa then I think like punches him in the head and knocks him out or something. Yes, I grabs think so. a cookie and leaves. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think it takes him up the chimney as well. But yeah, he, he's staring at the little kid. The little kid's like, oh my God, he's going to kill me. But yeah, just takes a cookie, leaves, and there you have it. Commercial. Yep. The next day, Sam and Dean are investigating, and the mother says that the l- story from the little boy was Santa took daddy up the chimney. <laughs> that was the details we got. <laughs> uh, Sam then asks where they got their wreaths from over the fireplace. And this lady is so put off by this question. She is appalled that Sam wants to know where they got the wreath. Yeah, she has. Well, we have at this point no idea why he's questioning where she got the wreath. Well, leaving the house, I don't think they got the answer there. Uh, Leaving the house, though, Sam tells Dean that, hey, the same wreath was at the Walsh's yesterday. Right. And also that it's made of some special herbs. Sam calls Bobby, yes. uh, gets off the phone with Bobby, and Bobby is, Dean asks, what'd Bobby say? And he's like, well, it says we're both idiots for thinking evil Santa. Right. The wreath, though, is highly pagan, and it's used to summon evil spirits. Um, it, the, and the herb that was in it was meadowsweet was in the wreath, and yes, it is used in pagan rituals. Is that a real herb? I've never heard of it before. I believe I did look it up. Yes, it is. I mean, they usually do have when they talk about herbs and lore, they do the, the writers and everything, do the research and put in their stuff that is out there on the internet. Uh, Dean brings up how this cool wreath then when they were a kid that John had stolen from a liquor store that was made up of empty beer cans. <laughs> yeah. Seems very out of place conversation. <laughs> uh, Sam though stops him and asks Dean, why so damn gung ho about Christmas this year? And Dean reminds him, yeah, it's my last year, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> That's why kind of like to have Christmas at least. Um, Sam says that he can't just sit around though and be happy knowing what the future holds. Pretty glum episode. It is. It really is. It, it's sad now, and it's sad in the scenes back when they do the flashbacks when they're little kids, too. Yeah, we're going to go back to a flashback here. Uh, little Sam says that he knows why little Dean has a gun under his pillow and why they put salt down. Little Sam pulls out uh, John's book and asks Dean if monsters are real. Little Dean tells him, yep, monsters are real, and Dad's off fighting him. And that everything is real except Santa. <laughs> Dean talks very highly of John and all this. Yeah, Dad's like, he calls John a superhero. Um, and Sam's afraid. He's like, well, look, he read, because he read in John's journal that a monster got their mom. He's like, well, if a monster can get mom, then a monster can get dad, then a monster can get us too. So Sam's pretty afraid of knowing that these monsters are real. Well, little Dean assures little Sam that dad will be home for Christmas and everything's safe. And little Sam goes to bed and starts crying. Yeah. <laughs> like, Jesus, kid. Uh, and then I think it goes to commercial or something like that. Yes, it does. Uh, back from that, it's modern times. Yeah, adult Sam. Modern times 14 years ago. <laughs> uh, boys show up at the, the lady's house. Uh, oh, there was a bit of wreath backstory here. Where did I, how did I miss that? Well, first they went to, they found out where the wreaths were sold. Yeah, I missed a whole scene in here somehow. They found out where the wreaths were sold. They went and asked him about it. And it 
was the guy at the Christmas village place. No, it wasn't. It was a different store. Oh, was it a different store? Totally different store. It's like oh, a store okay. in town. And he tells where he got them, and this woman um, makes them and gives them to him, but he sells them for money. <laughs> yeah, and that seems odd because these herbs that she puts in, it's like $100 worth of those herbs in each wreath. So they're pretty sure that these people have something to do with it. Okay, now back up to the story. They, they go and visit the lady's house that gives away these wreaths to that store. They knock on the door. She opens it. Very nice. Confirms that, yeah, she did make them. And uh, they are made out of Meadowsweet because she loves the uh, smell so much. And, I mean, she is just typical Midwest dork woman, too. She, they talk like Ozzy and Harriet. <laughs> I put, exactly put down Ozzy and Harriet. Yeah, they seem like real dorks. Because the, then her husband comes to the house, too, and he's smoking a pipe and has a cardigan on. And, and yeah, they were both talking like it was back in the 50s. Yeah, it's that well, they talked to like old timey, like 22 skidoo. <laughs> uh, doing some research, they uh, figured out that this couple just moved into town and that they were in a town last year where a couple of people vanished. Right, they were in um, Seattle the year before, and that's when two, two or three people vanished there, too. And when they visited that house, Sam noticed a lot of other uh, crazy herbs and plants being used in the house that are highly pagan. Yeah, he mentioned vervain and mint. Now, if you're a fan of the TV show uh, The Vampire Diaries, we know that vervain is very bad for vampires. Okay. <laughs> Good to know. I'll keep some on hand with my garlic. <laughs> Just in case you're wondering. So the boys decide to go back at night and figure out what's going on with them. Basically go fight the monsters, they're figuring. Pretty much. They're lurking around in the dark. And they show, so they show the inside of this house, and it is just Christmas crap from stem to stern. <laughs> Every room, top to bottom, is covered in Christmas. Yeah, I put you know, Christmas pretty much puked in that house. <laughs> Uh, they go into the basement, and it is a gore fest. There is just blood and bones and guts just everywhere. There's like a spine <laughs> laying on the floor in one part. Yeah, it wasn't a very, uh, it was nasty. It was really, really nasty. <laughs> Let me just put it that way. Sam finds the big bag um, that we saw in the previous scene with that little kid. He goes to touch it, and there's still someone in there. But right then, uh, the jump scare happens, and then, evil Ozzy and Harriet uh, catches them and they start fighting and knock them out pretty easily. These guys are strong as hell. Yes, they are pagan gods after all. Next morning, uh, Sam and Dean are, at some point, they uh, wake up and they're like tied in the kitchen or in a dining room of some sort. They're tied to chairs back to back. Yeah. It's uh, what looked like their kitchen or dining room, exactly, because they were in front of a table. They had all sorts of like can not candy but it looks like christmas cookies and things like that couple admits to him that yeah we're pagan gods uh but we're a lot better now we used to take hundreds of tributes a year and now it's just a couple well this year there'll be two more including you two <laughs> uh and they explain well at this point we're going to start ritualistically killing you <laughs> and at this point this couple is just hilariously old-timey with all their lingo and how they act because they're sitting there just evil torturing them but they still look like this picturesque Norman Rockwell couple. It's, they, yeah, they still look like our talk like Ozzy and Harriet. It's pretty funny. Uh, the guy goes over, pulls a fingernail out of Sam's hand. Well, well, first he cuts Sam and gets some of Sam's blood in a bowl. No, actually, first they put wreaths around him, the meadow sweet wreaths around him. 
then cuts Sam's arm, blood in a bowl. Then she cuts Dean's arm, puts his blood in a bowl, and then he goes and takes a fingernail off of Sam. Yeah, and then the only ingredient that they're missing is a tooth. So he goes around with a great big comically huge pair of pliers and uh, starts to uh, pull on Dean's tooth and then the doorbell rings. It's some friend of theirs that wants to go out caroling with them. Uh, when they... We got to check your mic, man, because I just saw your light turn off again. Really? It's, uh, it's not on. Okay. Maybe I accidentally touched it. Yeah. I will make sure. You want to just put it in the mic holder and use no, it? No, I don't because of the fact that I, I um, like to okay. hold it. I'm keeping an eye on your light here. Okay, do that, please. I don't want to go through this again. Yeah, no. No, no, no. Okay, um, they go back to the kitchen to continue to torture and kill Sam and Dean, and Sam and Dean are gone. The uh, boys got out of it somehow. They locked the couple then into that room, whatever it is, kitchen, dining room. And they quickly tip over the Christmas tree and rip it apart to get wood spears. Right, because Bobby told them the only way to kill these particular pagan gods was with uh, an evergreen spike. Or, yeah, spear, something like that. So they took the only one that was there, and that was their Christmas tree. The couple breaks out of that room, and they all start kung fu fighting, but pretty quickly, though, Sam kills the lady and Dean kills the guy. Right. And then it's flashback time again. Uh, Dean wakes up Sam and says that Dad was there and left him presents. Sam asks, why didn't he wake him up? And it's like, yeah, we tried to wake you up. You just didn't wake up. Dad had to split again. So <laughs> it's like, okay, come on, dude. We know you're lying. And then it's proven when Sam opens up a couple of presents, and they're all girls' presents. Yeah, one was a Barbie, and one was like a baton or something like that. Yep. Dean admits that he stole them from someone's house across the street, and he didn't know that they were chick presents. <laughs> Sam, though, gives uh, Dean the, his present that he made for his dad, and it's the necklace. And we've seen that necklace before, and I think I even asked you, like, what's so, why is that necklace so damn prominent? Well, here it is. This is when he got it. Yeah, it's a, it's a gold medallion, not a medallion, but gold necklace that Dean wears in every single episode. And then back to modern times, uh, I think Dean walks into the hotel room that they're staying in, and Sam is into Christmas now. He's got a tree set up, he's playing music, he made eggnog, he gives Dean some eggnog, they sit down, they exchange presents, Uh they both bought they bought all their presents at the gas station, obviously, because <laughs> Dean gives Sam some porno magazines and shaving cream. And Sam gave Dean a jug of oil and a candy bar. Yeah. <laughs> they turn on the football game and sit back and start drinking eggnog. Yes, they the do. The end. <laughs> the end. All right. So what'd you think about this episode? I liked it because that couple, they were evil, but they were so Ozzy and Harriet that, I mean, even, you know, Dean was swearing. She's like, now when I feel like swearing, I just say the word fudge. <laughs> you know, that sort of thing. Yeah, and he's like, if I ever fudge and get out of here, I'm going to fudge and kill you. <laughs> and she's like, that's better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah, I guess that, that is the, the fun comedy of this was that couple. Um, yeah, they were so, so sweet. People around them thought they were so sweet. Here there are these... Uh, people excuse me these demigods that are uh not really torturing but sacrificing people and the reason that they uh, do that is or back in the day when they did it was it's supposed to bring them mild weather and dean made the comment well it's middle of december in michigan and there's no snow so that must be working they're getting the mild weather for sure 
Yeah, they mentioned that while at the hotel room, ready to take off over to their house, right? Yes, they did. So, I mean, pretty fun episode, but pretty sad, too. You know, Sam oh. and Dean just living in the hotel rooms, giving each other crap gifts. Yeah, they didn't, and that explains why Sam really didn't wasn't into Christmas. And Dean says, you know, this is my last year. And so Sam's like, yeah, that's why he decides to do it in the end, because he knows that next year there will be no Dean. Well, we know that that isn't true. There's how many more seasons of this show to go? One or two. <laughs> yeah. Um, the death toll on this episode. Uh, four. Uh, yeah, I mean, they mentioned people from, like, the towns before and whatnot. Is that included in that number, or is it just... Well, we know for sure that... Well, no, I counted the, the two men that were taken this year... Um, and then the two gods themselves okay, would be the four for the body count. Gotcha. I liked in this episode that there was a bit of a red herring. We saw the bad Santa, and they followed him around for a bit. So that was kind of interesting that they actually had something else happen besides just plow straight through the storyline like an arrow. Right, exactly. So that was cool. It was cool to see little Sam and little Dean a little bit. Although they're actors that they got for them, don't look like them at all. Um, especially the actor they got for Dean, no. Um, Sam, eh, kind of. Um, but these kids do play Sam and Dean in future episodes where there are flashbacks. So. Oh, okay. So they're reoccurring. Yes. Neat. Well, I'm glad that they didn't get new actors to play <laughs> them. <laughs> all right, we've got to find someone that looks a little bit more like them this year. <laughs> Well, there is one episode where it's an o Sam and Dean are older than the Sam and Dean in this episode. So, yeah, they do have different actors then. Oh, um, my. But, but when they go back to the younger, younger the Sam... The 1991 versions? Yeah, then they're, they're the same actors, I believe. Cool. What's the day night on this? How many days do you think? Four, possibly? I don't know. Yeah, probably a week. Yeah, we're terrible at actually keeping track. We should really do that. <laughs> we say we're going to do that, but we never do. <laughs> well, it, you know, when we see one night scene and then the next scene is at night two, it, we don't always know if it's the same night or if, like, they actually went and grabbed something to eat and took a nap. Exactly. It's really hard to say, you know, how, how much time these guys <laughs> spend outside of the hunting life. And, uh, you know, they could just go to malls, visit train museums or something during the day, and they just never show us. That's what I would do if I was driving all over. Go visit the fun little local museums. <laughs> the largest ball of twine. <laughs> <laughs> Remember in Reedsburg, there was the Norman Rockwell Museum. And I always thought that was really cool. Then I found out there, there's no original paintings there. It was all reproductions. Oh, I've never gone in there. Never went in there. I think it's moved now, but that was like a really big deal when I moved up to Wisconsin. It was like, the Norman Rockwell Museum's <laughs> here. And I'm like, oh, that'd be cool to see him. And then they're like, yeah, it's just prints. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's dumb. I can just go to the library and get a book. And look yeah, at yeah it. exactly. All right. Fun, fun. Um, speaking of Christmas, you don't like Christmas at all, do you? Yeah. We don't celebrate Christmas here. No. Not at all. Is it because... Oh, one thing that they did bring up that we didn't mention here is they brought up uh, how... So much of Christmas is pagan rituals that have been re, uh, or I don't know, repurposed, I guess you would say. 
Right, because Dean's like, well, Christmas is Jesus' birth. And, and Sam's like, well, he was probably actually born in the fall. And, you, you know, you have this was actually a, a pagan celebration of the winter solstice, which is, you know, I kind of call it the, the, um, the winter solstice because that's the shortest day of the year. So they're celebrating the rebirth of the sun. So it was basically a pagan celebration for the sun god which then the Christians took, oh, let's make it Christmas. So now instead of celebrating the sun god, they're celebrating God's son. Yep. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's it's not just that, but the trees, the wreaths, all of that stuff has uh, pagan origins. Exactly. And even just modern, you know, our modern Christmas that we celebrate now, it was just, I mean, that's been recently invented by marketing and by Charles Dickens. Like, right. there was Christmas no big yearly Christmas and gift giving like there is nowadays. This is all new. Right. It was Victorian times where uh, the modern Christmas was really came about. Yeah. Mass produced products and everything else just really feeds into it. So uh, I'd like to just everyone back off of Christmas just a little bit. <laughs> just take time. Enjoy it. Don't get stressed out. I mean, I miss Christmas, uh, not, like not having a tree and the lights and stuff. But all of that present giving and getting and the hurt feelings and the nonsense, I am so glad I'm out of it. <laughs> God, that's the worst part of Christmas. Well, and like you said, once you guys got older, it was about to, you would buy someone a $25 gift certificate and then they'd give you oh, a $25. So it's like, that was when I was out. Yeah, that's when I knew I'm out of the family gift exchange is when everyone's just trading gift cards for yeah. stores that may or may not be near them. Exactly. It's just like, well, this is silly. You might as well just spend that money on something you actually want for yourself. That's well, my How about you just stick your $20 in your pocket and everyone, you know, just hang out together. Exactly. Lord have mercy. If you really <laughs> like people that much, give them crap throughout the year, too. Yes, that is true. And I just feel obligated and then sink yourself into months and months of credit card debt. That is That crazy. you'll pay off right in time for the next season. <laughs> right I, for, yes. That blows me away, too. People that can't afford it. I see them with carloads of presents that they're giving away to everyone. It's like, man, you could make your own life a little better if you just didn't do that and gave them all a thumbs up. Right. If you think about not only what they're spending on the gifts that they can't afford, but now the credit cards, the interest and all that stuff. It's just, yeah, it's crazy. I think people put a lot of, put, make themselves really miserable during the holidays. So do I. I think it's a lot of self-inflicted pain. <laughs> yes, definitely. And I mean, we do know that like Christmas time around the holidays, it's like when suicides go up and stuff. All of this crap really drives people nuts. Yeah, they a lot feel of bad about stuff. They feel bad about people. It's just it's a very high pressure emotional situation for a lot of folks, especially if they live alone or, you know, something like that. Uh, think, oh, all my other friends are with their family and I have no one and things like I think people think things like that. I don't know. Oh, yeah, definitely. That is a thing. Okay, well, on that happy note, the Christmas <laughs> is freaking miserable. <laughs> oh, Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> I don't know. Watch some cartoons. Cheer. Drink some eggnog. Oh, hey, uh, you wanted to bring up something about the eggnog scene here. Well, I, didn't, I was just reading on IMDb. Excuse me, I got a frog in my throat. Um, in the end scene where the boys are having Christmas, Sam hands Dean a glass of eggnog and asks him if it needs more kick. Um, according to IMDb, the glass was supposed to be non-alcoholic, but Jared Padalecki actually dumped most of a bottle into rum 
into the glass without telling Jensen Eccles. Dean's look of surprise and cough when he drank were both genuine reactions. So that's kind of cute. <laughs> yeah, that is funny. I mean, did these guys know each other before they started filming together, or did they meet on this show? They met on this show. Oh, okay. Well, um, it's nice that they get along so well. Exactly. I mean, if you watch like the um, outtakes and stuff, they, they act like real brothers. They really do. Some of the stuff that they do to each other. That's fun. Yeah. All right. What's our next episode? Uh, season three, episode nine. And I don't know if I know how to pronounce this. It says Malleus Maleficarum. Uh, Perfect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's up on the screen. I can try it too. Malleus Maleficarium. Here. Malleus Maleficarium. Something Malicarious, like that. Because it's R-U-M. Maleficarum. Okay. Malus Maleficarum. No idea what that means. <laughs> Me either. Yep. They're going to be fighting the dyslexic now. <laughs> That's a bad joke. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yet again, we're canceled. <laughs> the dyslexic hate us too. Yeah, I have a cousin who's dyslexic. Sorry, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he's listening. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much. Just a reminder, we have a Facebook group called Armchair Hunters. You can come over and talk to us there. We have a website, coupleofidgets.com, with all of our contact info, including the ability to make comments on individual uh, episodes. You know, if you were going to make a comment on an episode, I'd actually think I'd prefer you to make it on the website because not everyone has Facebook and wants to be a part of that nonsense. This is brigade. true. So this is very true. Make some comments, yeah, on our website uh, and get in touch with us. We are streaming on most major platforms. Tell your friends, tell your families, even tell people. You, oh, put it in your Christmas card this year. Yeah, there, there you, you go. go. Could you just <coughs> write on a little slip of paper, listen to coupleofidgets.com, <laughs> and pop that in the mail? That's the best Christmas gift you could give all the Supernatural fans in your life. Yes, and even if they aren't Supernatural fans after this, they will be. <laughs> I can guarantee you that. Or they're going to hate two schmucks in Wisconsin, <laughs> one of the two. All right. Fun, fun. Uh, we will talk to you tomorrow. All right. Have a good day. Bye. Bye.